0: Dan, let's talk some football now. Let's talk about the level of talent we're going to see on the field tonight.
1: I uh, couldn't get any better than tonight. We've got the two most dynamic players in all of college football ready to put their special mark on this title game. In- TC and Jake. We have one more chance to see something united and very, very exciting. Both these players will bring you to the edge of your sofa. Both these players are going to try to bring a title to their football team. Welcome into the uh, first podcast episode March. March, March, happy
0: March, happy March, happy top, March.
1: Top March episode.
0: God damn it, I was gonna do it. Your, uh, your I...
1: cards have been charged. I do have a, uh, a note about Patreon I've been meaning to share for months now because I'll get an email every time someone signs up, just a little treat to myself, a little pop. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I started getting emails where people were like signing up like six times in a row. And that doesn't sound right. No. And I've determined that what's going on is that people will try to sign up and like say that their payment gets rejected, and then they'll try again. And every time they try, I get an email, uh, even though it's not completing on their end. And the problem seems to be that uh, whenever they're, if they like have a change in credit card or whatever, they need to change their payment method. Um, What'll happen is usually that they'll stop, they'll lose the podcast. Like, you know, they'll get a new card. They won't think about, hey, this is one of the other fucking million subscriptions I need to change my card over. So they'll uh, get, uh, uh, it'll stop. You know, it'll uh, kick them off because the payment didn't go through. And then they'll try and sign up with a new thing and it it won't work. What you need to do is, uh, if you go into your billing history on Patreon.com, there's a button that says, uh, like, retry. And then it'll let you type in your new information. Why they won't just, like, take it the normal way is beyond me. I, you know, I don't know exactly how much money they're taking out of my pocket, but trust me, I need all of it that I can get. Uh, <laughs> so I wish that they would do this. But, yeah, so if, if anyone runs into that problem, um, just uh, go into your billing history hit retry on the payment and that is the method for uh for getting those things back and if you don't subscribe you know think about it because uh like i said i'm gonna have to move out of my house soon i'm gonna sell it to uh shooter mcgavin just to be able to uh (laughs) fucking continue to eat that's not true but it's closer than i'd like anyways (laughs) how, how are we having fun yet
0: Oh uh, yeah, no. That was that was lighthearted, great. <laughs> not like a little, a little just banter to start the show about dire economic situations.
1: The main point was: you just go into billing history. Hit retry. That's okay. That's the primary message.
0: Okay. Kind of beginning and ended, you know.
1: I've been watching the uh, documentary, the uh, documentary on Netflix about this uh, Murtaugh case. Have you heard about this? It's Murdoch. I know it is weird right that they spell it Murtaugh but everyone does say Murdoch in the thing.
0: Well they spell it Murdaw, not Murtaugh. That's not true. Well there's a D. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Because if there were <laughs> yeah, a I'm T sure. it
1: would be <laughs> Mr. Murdaw.
0: It's Murdoch. <laughs> Have you ever in your life seen the last name M-U-R-T-A-U-G-H?
1: What is uh, Riggs's Partners?
0: I'll be goddamned. <laughs> I, I assumed there had to be another spelling that he was using, but I don't know what it would be other than involving a W, but that's the only time that name has been used.
1: That's what I'm thinking. That's the only thing I'm thinking. Like, you, but you, just you act watch- like you just run into this all the time and, like, knowing the various, like, uh, fucking no, kinds of Murdoch. I know the guy from Lethal Weapon. That's you, how I'm saying it.
0: <laughs> what is the show called?
1: Lethal Weapon. No. What is the Netflix <laughs> show called? Uh... uh Mur- it's got Murdo in the name. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You click on that every Murdoch. fucking time. Murdoch. I just let <laughs> monoplay. We you know, we, we 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 were just spinning them out last night. It's a good show. I'm, I'm learning a lot. Yeah. How come you never told me about this?
0: Shut the fuck up.
1: Uh no, Megan did ask me if I'd heard about it. I'm like, that's like if you just want to tell me that you don't care about what I do, I guess you can. It's better did. that way. You did just now.
0: Have you heard about this? I think there's one on HBO, too.
1: That's too much. I hate when they do that shit. It's becoming way more common. It's Yeah, it's very common. There's two Marilyn Monroe movies, right? She's been dead for 50 fucking years.
0: What are some other examples? Oh, they made two uh, TV series about that chick who maybe killed her husband's mistress with an axe in, like, Benbrook. Oh really? Obviously, I have some of those details wrong, but um, Candy
1: Montgomery—they
0: made two in, of those. Yeah, hmm. uh, Jessica Biel starring in a uh, God damn it a Hulu series, which debuted in May twenty two. Elizabeth Olsen will play Montgomery in the HBO Max series, set for release in April of this year.
1: Yeah, I just don't need this. Shit. What, what's the fucking point? any of this
0: there seems like there's several others i just can't think of i don't know right now but i know there are others oh uh woodstock
1: yeah two woodstock documentaries two fire festival documentaries just all this shit i don't know i i don't need it uh whitney houston whenever we were when i was i was recently uh, researching whitney houston and was having (laughs) a hell of a time because uh there was documentaries that came out within a year of each other and then a movie Milo, I mean,
0: don't do it. It's just the mail.
1: The it's just the mail. Documentary movie double tap makes sense. But I don't even love that. I wish that we could just – but I get it. I'll accept it. Yeah, yeah. It. I, I, I'm i with you.
0: I will accept that. But that's two documentaries, two movies, or two series should be – the Federal Trade Commission, in fact, should step in here.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> the way that they've done on uh, – or potentially could on non-competes, right?
0: Yeah, but now I hear that uh, the Supreme Court might just disband the entire Federal Trade Commission, so...
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I I have just... I do just stand up and salute the way that you guys have turned just news about non-competes into your beat. That's big news. It's the Cowboys slash non-competes on it's your bi- show. It's
0: big news. It affects-
1: it, uh, You guys our fucking bu- rule. I love you buddy, so much.
0: Our buddy Brad said that uh, he had to sign one when he was like an assistant manager. He may have said manager, and you'll get mad at me if I get that wrong, so I'm just going to cover both my bases at a pizza restaurant. I have friends who have worked in the sandwich is, is world. Is he the
1: only one that you know that has one? I have friends who have worked in the
0: sandwich world. Uh, who have also been uh, subject to these onerous stipulations.
1: Is that the end of the list? That's that's the only people you know with non-competes? I
0: got a bunch of emails from P1s. Uh, one guy who's a DJ in Deep Ellum who said that he was forced Anything to else? sign one that
1: he wouldn't. That's, we d- haven't hit the one I'm interested in yet.
0: I provided a list of three and you still won't stop sweating my nuts.
1: <laughs> it's because there's one I'm fishing for and I haven't heard it
0: yet. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. No, I gave you three. That's three is typically when someone <laughs> says, Can you give me an example? And you get to three, they fucking call the dogs <laughs> off. No, nah,
1: I, I know that they exist. I hate them as much, I might hate them more then you guys hate them. I'll
0: tell you who it is, TC, that I know. 30% of the American workforce. Uh,
1: and the thing that, uh, or I guess, you know, you guys, I guess highlight this fine, but the the one, the bright shining anecdote in my mind, whenever it comes to non-competes, um, that, uh, you know, does whatever, it's an anecdote. I, I just want to share, I want to, every time I'm listening to this segment, I'm, I just, I want to, I'm like, throw it <laughs> to me. I've got something to give here. Um... The success story of the American economy, from at least a story standpoint, if not a numbers standpoint, of our lifetimes, is uh, Silicon Valley. Would you agree with that? Sure. It's been a, a big deal. As far as you know. what sets us apart, what makes us better than France, well, we've got Silicon Valley. And uh, economists who have looked at the whole matter agree that, you know, the uh, America probably would have had a lot to say about the technology space in the 1990s, 2000s, and 2010s regardless, but that uh, it all was kind of bubbling up in similar areas, like uh, Boston. At, uh, there, was a, there was a point in time where Boston and the greater San Francisco area were equals, and it was uh, open debate who was going to be more, and I mean, you know, Boston's more entrenched, uh, they've been a, you know, a seat of the American economy for the entire existence of the country. Uh, they, they've got some real advantages whenever it comes to things like this. And the economists who've looked at it land on the lack of non-competes in California, like they were outlawed by California law as the defining thing that sparked, like that, that set that apart from the others, because the thing that you have non-competes, like, you know, whenever you guys focus on frivolous non-competes, that, you know, that's that's a very persuasive argument. People are like, you know, anyone with common sense can be like, oh, that fucking sucks. You know, you should be able to work at whatever pizza restaurant you want to work at. But we all understand that there's a, you know, there's a feeling of unfairness if you come up with an idea and then your competitor hires away someone else and they explain the whole idea. and Then you just start doing the idea. But in fact, that's fucking great it moves everyone along much faster. It frees up to whatever whatever time that they would have spent uh innovating that idea, they can now spend on other time and then you can hire their people away and they'll have solved that for you. You all move much faster. It's a way of companies to like kind of like quietly work together and there's a concern that like, you know, it's it's you know, fighting for the pie versus growing the pie, right? Uh, and the lack of non-competes just grows the pie so much faster that, uh, you shouldn't give a shit about what size of the pie it is. Uh, and I mean, you know, this isn't, it's, it's especially true in Silicon Valley and things like that. Uh, I'm not sure that you can grow the, uh, the pizza pie that much faster than it's growing. So it's it's not uh, equally relevant to all areas. Uh, but uh, whenever you shake your head, it doesn't uh, do anything for the <laughs> podcast listener. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. Non-competes, even when used effectively in the area that there's uh, like intended to be used for, are fucking awful for uh, America, citizens, humans of the world. So we should really get rid of them.
0: Looks like this Dilbert fellow really stepped in it.
1: <laughs> you' just going down your hot topics. <laughs> yeah, what's going on there? What do you have to say about the Dilbert guy? Uh, you don't have I, anything to say about the Dilbert guy? No, nah,
0: I mean, he's an all-time shit poster. like <clears throat> I know that he's doing it in earnest, unlike the guy that uh, tweeted from the uh the uh, a fake who's the uh,
1: insulin company? Uh, Eli Eli Lilly,
0: yeah. Whenever they first had Twitter Blue, yeah. mm-hmm. and he created a fake account that said insulin is now free, and yeah. it got like millions and millions of impressions, and now like Eli Lilly, yeah. their stock
1: the- was like affected badly. I know,
0: and they uh, now they have to cap it at thirty five bucks, and I choose to believe that that guy got that done.
1: Yeah, helpful.
0: So no, but the the Dilbert guy. Um, Scott Adams. Did you see his last string of tweets? No. All right, I'll just read it to you. He's
1: adding, he's enhancing? That's wonderful. I think so. Uh, yeah.
0: Let's see. God, man, this guy's really tweeting through it. Really tweeting through it. Uh, boy, and it's a lot of fucking memes. Of course it is. He's a cartoon guy. hmm
1: Um... Ben Garrison uh, did not keep Cartoon Solidarity. He, he was uh, slamming Scott Adams. When you lose Garrison. Yeah. Although, I, I always have to stress the people Garrison, while insane, has more nuanced and principled views than you might expect. Like, he, he is, there's a lot of people out there that will do whatever Fox tells them. Uh, garrison does have an actual viewpoint that is by itself insane but uh if it if if someone does something that goes against his viewpoint he's not afraid to call him out
0: you're the uh, garrison expert on this show
1: yeah i don't i i had to stop following him after a while i i got enough of it but i was i was really mainlining it for a while there
0: do you know what the Dober guy actually said
1: uh yeah he was respond. he was talking about a poll are you are you asking me or you already yeah know? I, yeah well, yes i know
0: a little bit of it but yeah
1: there was a poll where uh african americans were asked to rate their feelings on the the phrase it's okay to be white and uh i think that they were 50 50 and he was like you know if you want to uh, he was strongly advocating for segregation you shouldn't have to live by people who think it. and i i would just say that the phrase seems like it's tangled up in a lot of stuff and that if 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 it is in interpreted by every single respondent of the poll in an absolutely literal sense then i also uh am disturbed to learn that uh you know 54 percent of people but uh I don't think that it was. It's not my lived experience that... uh, I'm
0: seeing 26%, by the way.
1: On the It's Okay to Be White? Yeah. I thought... uh, It's not what... He doesn't say 26% of the rant, does he? No. Okay, so he's just... (laughs) He's misreading the stats?
0: Well, um... i don't know that this takes a real quant brain to untangle the poll said 26 percent of black people disagree with the phrase it's okay to be white and then is there uh,
1: undecided is that uh, what he's doing he's lumping undecideds in with no he might be yeah they can't even tell whether or not they they it's okay to be white unless unless you're fine with being white you're you're out you're i'm i'm out on you that's his stance
0: The 24% there are more like what you're saying. Like, I'd like to take a more nuanced position on this. So I'm going to say undecided. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, his whole 21% not sure, 53% agree. There's also this from the Rasmussen Rasmussen poll. Black people can be racist too. 76% agree. 27% Twenty-seven percent disagree. Eight percent not sure. So he sort of, you know, it would be interesting.
1: I would is, say it's hypothetically possible for all races, or even a, a, a raceless person. Like, yeah, racism's about what's in your heart. As long um, as you have a heart, you can have racism in it. I would say if you if
0: you were able to actually truly, what's that? Uh, the effect that happens when people go into the polling booth. I don't know. There's a polypsy word for it. It's how how we got Trump, you know. I don't have a
1: master's degree, so I don't know about this. It's how
0: Nate Silver got – ended up getting dunked on. Um, But uh, there's also like – what if there was a poll that you did of a random sampling cross-section of uh, white people and it said, uh, do you think uh, black people are inferior to white people? Yeah. you might have twenty six percent say yes. Yeah. So I, I don't know that he's like really making a great point here. Um, but you know, I, I'm not sure that Rasmussen really wants to really wants to delve into that too much.
1: I can never get over Scott Adams. I think he's, in fact, I know he's divorced now. I think it lasted for months. I'm not even sure that it was a year, uh, but. He married a woman that was very, very young. Yeah. And posted a bunch of pictures of it, and they made me deeply uncomfortable. I was looking for the tweet while you were talking, so if I seemed distracted, that's why. I found uh, it too, yeah. But I, I couldn't find the, the tweet of his wedding. I thought that I had it bookmarked. Oh, which we were he, looking for different things. He must have deleted it whenever they got divorced. Uh, I got a,
0: I got a heater for you. Please. I've lost three careers to direct racism so far. Crocker Bank, <laughs> Pacific Bell, and Cartooning. I assume one of those is his publisher. Not sure about the other.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, all three were perpetuated by white people for their own gain. No black person has ever discriminated against me. That's partly That's why I have identified as black for several years.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> He's just making jokes now. Uh
0: Oh yeah I mean that's what he does dude I mean he's he's a he's a humorist
1: you know you know it's just too bad that he's taken Dilbert from us a real tentpole of people like my dad when I was young and now they now they have to have a complicated relationship with it art and
0: the artist brother
1: yeah yeah that that was <laughs> One of the most insane <laughs> times to invoke art and artist.
0: <laughs> Maybe we should tell him to shut up and draw.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I He must have, I mean, I don't know. My views are uh, changing all the time. I, I learn and grow and uh, basically just tailor whatever I think at the time to be a reflection of whatever podcast I listen to last. That's the way that my views change and grow uh there's no way that he thought all this stuff like it just it would have shown up in the comic i don't i didn't read like a ton of it but i i read it sometimes i was aware of dilbert i i read more than 100 dilberts as a young man and it wasn't anywhere in there i don't recall i mean maybe it was over my head but i i think it would have been a bigger deal if the whole time we didn't hear about him till trump got elected
0: yeah, but do did you, you, did you know about the, uh, like, I don't know if it was uh, like a Yahoo board or something? No. Like, somebody back in like 2004 figured all this out. About Scott Adams? Yeah, because he had like, uh, it obviously it was way pre any, you know, platforms that we use now. Um, I don't remember exactly what, it might have been a Yahoo thing, but like, it, it might have been AOL. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had, okay, here it is uh, message board post from 2004 figured out that Scott Adams was racist before anyone else because of a collection of aim screen names that were allegedly linked to his email address. Ooh. So it says when AOL released their instant messenger software several years ago, I downloaded it and tried it. It was okay. But what I found intriguing was that I could search for anybody else who was online the same time as me by simply putting in their email address and searching. I thought it would be cool to search for celebrities Stretch, whose email was public knowledge, and I knew that Scott Adams, like they're acting like it's McConaughey in his prime, uh, put his email address on his Dilbert comic uh, comic strip uh, comic strip every day and still does, scottadams at AOL.com. So I searched it. What came back was both surprising and shocking. The software told me that there were three other AOL Instant Messenger nicknames registered under Scott Adams at AOL.com's account. I can't read any of them.
1: Yeah, I'm, now, I'm seeing now,
0: them. I'm checking in now, <laughs> getting away from the original text.
1: Yeah, the original text does list them. Yes, it does. Um, and, uh, and and curiously... The first two are black slurs. The uh, third one is uh, Asian slur. What's
0: interesting, though, is in, in nickname number one, they write out the full word. Uh, yeah. And nickname number two, they put a bunch of stars and put rhymes with... And then the uh, well the, it's because
1: the, the first one's a little portmanteau the you know the last letter is also starts the first letter of the next word you he couldn't really you know couldn't figure it out you gotta kind of you know whatever
0: so uh, he emailed the uh, Scott
1: Adams I <laughs> Smith
0: what I had found and inquired as to whether he had created these uh, nicknames under his account here's his response in its entirety no of course not. Not wow, thanks for bringing that to my attention or any kind of reasonable explanation. <laughs> yeah, so it is, it is an interesting dynamic to imagine a guy who publishes a cartoon every day who has for decades uh, had not just like, again, to use the term racially regressive views, but like out and out like hate speech. Uh, who then just is like, this is a funny one about how he spills his coffee.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, yeah, maybe instead of like a, him being changed by the political climate, just emboldened and finally felt like he could say the things that he'd been thinking all along. Yeah. Which I don't know. Seems worse. I I don't know which is worse. Um, anytime cartoons come up, I do think about how Bill Watterson was younger than you. He was, I think he was my age. I think he was 36 when he stopped writing Calvin and Hobbes oh. just as a, you know, now that I am 36, that's nuts. Like to just be like, you know, I mean, I, if I would made anything close to as much money as he made on that doing what I've done, then I probably would be inclined to be, I mean, you know, I, I feel like the fastball, maybe it's there, maybe it's not, you know, it's, it's an open question. Holy so, shit. Uh, what? What?
0: Kevin Hobbs guy has a hundred billion dollar net worth, and I know these numbers are funny, but
1: the newspapers as I've got a, a he hit grad, the sweet spot. I've got a grad thesis that you should read about how big newspapers used to be. Yeah, you know, a big part of it, T Street. Written was, by Jake uh, Kemp. A big
0: part of it was uh, actually the uh, the ads advertising stuff you could buy from other people.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But back whenever you had to learn, like, to find out if anyone was selling anything in your area, you had to give them, you know, your dollar or whatever, and then they would give a little bit of that dollar to whoever wrote the good cartoons in it. And he wrote the good cartoons in it for like what, at most, fifteen years. Like, did he uh, get the column when he was twenty-one? How long did he do it? You guys, Wikipedia open?
0: Uh, well, that wasn't on his Wikipedia. That was on oh. his net worth. Does networth uh, dot com say, dude? Eighty-five to
1: ninety-five. Yeah, so a decade. He put in a decade, and I mean, has been making bank off it ever since. You know, yeah. he's got to get. It probably does a million every year in royalties, something like that. Um, but yeah, and I mean, like fucking worth it. You know, I that shit meant a lot to me as a youth. That <coughs> was that was what I read. Like I just I had all the collections. And I, I read every comic that he put out, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember any of them at this point, but I read all of them. I don't remember
0: really having much of an opinion on it. I just know that one of the books, which was just a collection of the strips, was always in the little basket in the bathroom uh, for a particular set of grandparents that um, I couldn't stand. Oh, really? And, really? and really, ultimately, no one could. And that's why no one knows where they are now. Uh i don't know but yeah they 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 were stoked on calvin and hobbes and uh confederate art
1: well uh, the values of those two things are diametrically opposed i don't know i don't know that it was a stridently anti-racist cartoon but uh i i felt like it had good values i don't know anyone can take whatever they want from it um (laughs) Hey, could you quickly
0: pull up the Biden Black History thing? Like, could you play that from Twitter in a relatively expeditious? No. Have you heard it? No. Oh, buddy, I, sh- I was I meant to pull it and put it in the in the dropy for us, but uh, I could text it to you if you if you need it. Would that help?
1: Um, probably not. Okay. I'll just search Biden Black History on Twitter. That should do it.
0: Policy and culture, and so much more. We see the virus.
1: Oh, this is from his account. There's no way that's it. No. Okay. Search Bi- <laughs> Biden.
0: I know where the power
1: is. Really? Is this it? Yes.
0: I I I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> I know where the power is. I know where the po- you think I'm joking? I learned a long time ago about.
1: Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, he, he, has a couple, he has a
0: couple of other, uh, I mean, he swerves through, you know, trying to be, you know, like, hey, is, I didn't beat Corn Pop because he was black. <laughs> I beat him because he was a ne'er-do-well. Yeah, a bully. A bully. He's a bad dude, that Corn Pop. But, yeah, I mean. He would we,
1: help me if he had more than one anecdote. <laughs> well, uh, I mean he's got – like he,
0: he's got one about um, – so what happened was like he had this one son that died. Mm-hmm. Um, so then there was a widow because that guy was married. Mm-hmm. But then he has another son. Yeah. And then that guy started having sex with the widow.
1: Oh, no. And I've heard him tell that one many times. I don't think he's ever said that in the campaign thing. And then
0: he has this other son and maybe one of the same two. I'm not sure. Um, that was getting a fooge from a hooker while smoking crack. And when he goes to that one, you know, he means business.
1: He never really talks about that. It's kind of a private deal. Do you see the thing about the nurse? The what? Uh, I don't know the context on this. On the one hand, I'm sure it is important. On the other hand, there's no context where you're just like, oh, that's a thing a leader it makes sense to them to say, here, just enjoy this.
0: And I had a nurse named Pearl Nelson, military. She'd come in and do things that I don't think you'll learn in medical school, nursing school. She'd whisper in my ear. I didn't, couldn't understand him. She'd whisper she'd lean down. she would actually breathe on me to make sure that I was there, there was a connection, a human connection. She even went home and brought back her pillow from her own bed because he didn't knew the one I had the wasn't comfortable. But I'm not joking.
1: Does that make a lot of sense to you? Well, you wanted another anecdote, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's got a call. I just mean, uh, with reference to Black History, I if, if every time you talk about African Americans, you just repeat the name corn pop, then I like how many African Americans have you met? Surely enough that you don't have to say corn pop so frequently. But I don't care. That's not a considered opinion. We should only use this precious time we have. To uh, put out our best stuff. And that's not even close to my best stuff. Alright, hit me. Um, I watched the Amber Hagerman documentary. Do you know there's an Amber Hagerman documentary? No, of course there is. Uh, it's on Peacock. And you know, you get why it's on Peacock. It's not like... They don't know who did it. They It's it's not even they know who did it, they can't figure out why situation. They just... They simply don't know who did it. And... Uh, they do have like because this is something um boy a a decade ago uh Jeff Littlejohn was like you guys should do a a true crime podcast it seems like it's really about to be a wave you could you could really catch that wave raise your profile and I think related to like shut
0: up nerd
1: (laughs) yeah like who's gonna like that um (laughs) And uh, <laughs> Megan had always put forth that, uh, the you know, the fact that Amber Alerts are such a thing, that just uh, finding out everything you could about the Amber Hageman case, it's it's the hook. And the name, like they put, uh, I think that the name of the documentary is like Amber, the girl behind the alerts. So oh, geez, man. They're, they're not being subtle. Like I said, it's a peacock documentary.
0: And it is a hook, but I imagine her parents are like also a wonderful child
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: that we miss dearly
1: they're in there they, they get their chance to say what a nice child she was and they're right um the kind of big thing that they have because i'd always just wanted to like you know put together everything we have you know like what's what's everything what is the sum total of things around the case um and they have more than i guess i thought they would have Um, In terms of just like, so WFAA was intending to do a documentary about working single mothers and had just been going around to women's shelters, just kind of being like, hey, you know, we're trying to like highlight these kinds of stories. Is there anyone here that we could talk to that would have something like that? And Amber Hagerman's mother came forward. So WFAA had been with them frequently over the, la- over the couple weeks before she disappeared. Um, and uh, so there's a lot of footage of her. And they say that this was all, like, aired at the time. That, like, any time on the news that they were talking about her, that they, like, had this B-roll to go to. And that that was one of the reasons why it became such a big case was because instead of just, like, a school photo, they could be like, here's her blowing out birthday candles. Um, and, you know, I'm younger than she is, so... Uh, I don't remember any of that at all, but I certainly remember the case. Uh, this was definitely held up as like a, you better not, you know, disobey us on playing alone or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, like watch the fuck out. I certainly got a speech after mm-hmm. she disappeared, as I'm sure everyone listening to this did. Hey. Um, uh, and, you know, they we I, I, in just doing cursory research before, knew the whole thing about the black truck Someone like living across the street from where she was taken saw her get like, like she was yelling and saying like, you know, I don't want to go. And someone threw under a black truck and then turned east on Abram in uh, Arlington. And I don't, you know, that, that's, that was what they knew that and that's after leaving the documentary, you never know anything more than that. Uh, Her body was dumped behind an apartment. It was found pretty quickly. Um, it, you know, like it was a uh, heavy rain at the time. So the, the creek that she was dumped in was, uh, was moving swiftly and the body hadn't really been, it, it showed no signs of having been in there a while. So, uh, you know, you, the way that like the setup is where they, and they, they see a black truck on video going in, but they, there's no, you know, um, it's not a clear enough video to like pull a printer or, or to pull a license plate or anything, or, you know, see who's in there. It's just, you can see a black truck. So, you know, they, the, I feel like it's safe enough to think that that's probably the same person. Um, and you see, you got to have some familiarity with the apartment complex, but you know, I don't know that that's all they got, you know, it's just, it's a black truck and it's someone who knows that this apartment complex is there. Uh, and, I would love to know, you know, like they, they talk at one point about, uh, working up, um, an idea of like that they, they had a partial license plate that a woman called in and then they found everyone with that truck with that, that had that license plate and like even talked to a guy that they thought it was. Uh, but then the woman was like, yeah, I just made all that stuff up. Like I just, you know. She didn't phrase it as like I just wanted to be in the mix. I just wanted people to pay attention to me, but like that's probably what's going on. And that probably happens a lot. Yeah. Um but I I just I'm blown away that there's a lot of things there's a couple of key things about the case that are uh super fascinating to me. Um one is that she was with her brother so they they were by they were at their grandparents' house and they would regularly ride their bikes around their grandparents' neighborhood. And then there was uh, uh, like abandoned shopping center on Abram that they uh, there was like a ramp over there. And it was kind of like fun to fuck around with the bikes there. But they were told, you know, it's a bigger street. It's a more open area. Don't go there unless you got parents with you. Um, they didn't. But uh, that they went anyways because they're kids. Uh, the brother was like, I don't feel like we should be doing this. And she was like, OK, you go back. I'll be right behind you. Um, he gets back. The grandpa's like, where is Amber? Uh, and the kid's like, Oh, she's over playing by the place we're not supposed to play. Grandpa goes immediately to uh you know, and it's it's you know, it's a distance that children are riding their bikes on. It's not far. Um Grandpa goes immediately to there, uh, and he like I think runs into the witness. And the witness has already called police. They're on their way. They get there seconds later. Like the window where she could be taken. Like I mean, I guess you could take her with her brother there, but it seems it seems like if there's two kids, you're probably not fucking with it. Like it's the 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 prime. You know, yeah, and he would have said something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, just like you could just throw both of them in there. I, I don't know, about, but I I just think that the chances, like, it's really just the time that she's alone. Yeah. it's uh like the real risky time and that is minutes you know less than 15 uh like it's like she's fine you know like because like by the if if she had just been there a couple minutes longer than by the time the grandpa gets over there to be like hey what the fuck are you doing then he's there and she's fine like yeah i don't know just whatever you think about the math on The time that she was alone, that there happened to be someone driving by right that second that was like, I'm looking to kidnap a kid. Uh, There's just not that many people that want to kidnap kids at any given time. Most of us uh, think that's abhorrent and uh, something we would never even consider doing. Um, And then, uh, you know, given that they did respond so quickly and, you know, had the grandpa, like the family knew of the eyewitness accounts the police knew of the eyewitness account um you know within such a tiny period of time and at that point it's like you gotta you know it's 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 the amount of time they could have driven in 15 minutes the number of black trucks within that radius uh it's more than one black trucks are common enough but like what's it's not ten percent of cars on the road are black trucks. If you see a hundred cars, it's not ten of them that's going to be black trucks. That's mm-hmm. that's too high. There there can't be that many black trucks within that radius. Uh, and I mean that's the whole point behind the uh, amber alert system is to get that information out quickly. The thing was suggested by just a woman calling into a radio station. Like whenever she heard about the amber trial, like or the amber situation, she was like. She just called up her local radio station and was like, "Hey, you guys should uh have a thing where you're like talking to the police departments and they just uh, give you descriptions of vehicles quickly whenever there's a manhunt like this and the the like whoever took the call like suggested it to the station manager and the station manager like got a meeting with the police and that's wow how the, that's how the whole thing exists Have you ever Like, having worked at a radio station for a while, do you think that you've ever taken a caller that seriously in your entire fucking life?
0: Uh, No, not even close. I mean, the only thing that would come close is giving Ned star scores.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Just... You got a lot of callers with ideas, folks. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Whenever you work at a radio station. Especially
0: if you work overnight.
1: The idea that uh, some of those would eventually turn into national law is fucking (laughs) nutty, but... That's exactly what happened, um, and then like uh, kind of like as a side deal, um her whole family situation is I didn't know the details, and I don't like them. uh Her mom, when she was eighteen, had like a habit of just walking around the neighborhood, like that was her social scene. It's just like i'm gonna I'm gonna do a couple of laps, just walk around the block. I remember people who did that though, <laughs> yeah, I guess usually uh, with a cup of
0: ice and you know dollar store wine in it
1: we definitely had people that would walk in our neighborhood but it wasn't it wasn't like a way to meet people it was like you know they would do like whenever i was waiting for the bus there'd be people that were exercising on a consistent basis
0: i'm not talking about exercising yeah i'm talking about people are sitting in their garages with the garage open and you walk up to there and then maybe somebody else comes over and then you keep walking and I remember, you know, it was pretty much all females, older women. Not old, old, but,
1: you know. Yeah, whenever she's 18, that's that's how she's getting down. And uh, she runs into a 34-year-old who's just, like, talking her up and uh, then has two children by him. And whenever those children are, uh, like, nine years old, she leaves him because he's been abusive this whole time. Oh. Uh, and, I mean, just, I don't know, dude. He's a giant piece of shit. Like... I'm very sorry that his daughter had that happen, but just like fucking a guy that's a 34. Like, just imagine now you're you're around that age. If an 18 year old walked by your house, would you be like, I need to start chatting them up with the hope of fathering children? Well, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think I would be like, are you selling something? Is this a cookie thing? Is this a uh, is this passbooks? books? Yeah. Like they look like they're in junior high to me.
1: Yeah. But this guy's like, this is a great opportunity. Um, yeah. One tiny redeeming thing about him, you know, I would say that these are a hundred points against him, and this is a half a point back in his favor. Uh, in all of the interviews, uh, Team USA basketball hat, pretty cool, pretty cool <laughs> dream team hat. The entire time he's talking to the news, I, I wonder if they got any more of those out there.
0: Are you saying that balances it out or just a note? No, no,
1: no, no. I said 100 points against everything I said. You, This is half a point back in his favor. So he's still down 99 and a half. Pretty heavily condemned.
0: But but is there a half point for every time he appears on camera with it? No, no, no. Whole thing. Cumulatively okay. half a okay. point. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, no. We're, we're still condemning him pretty heavily, but we're fair. You know? We'll weigh all the evidence that we have. Um. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's a bad deal. Oh, then final note from the documentary. You know, I'm kind of uh, hesitant to even share this with you because I don't know if you're going to respect this information the way that it needs to be respected, but uh, Amber had a younger brother, the one who, you know, went and told the grandpa. The younger brother had a child. That child was born on the exact day and hour that Amber was born. And you want to tell me that Jesus Christ our Lord doesn't exist. Uh no, I'm not telling you that.
0: And I've definitely heard some weird stories of things like that, but look, there's a there's eight billion people on Earth. You got back is then. Good. Okay. All right. Hey Mercy rule's coming back next season.
1: Fuck yeah. You tell me the day and time of your matchup with them. I will. I'll be there in my Mercy
0: Rule jersey. If I play, I'm not sure. I got to go... I got to hit this retreat first. Okay. We played two games on Sunday. We're recording this Wednesday afternoon, and I'm still sore. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously, dude. Two games I can't do anymore.
1: I mean, you probably useful for one. Just do one.
0: Yeah, the first one was obviously the tough one. Um, But, yeah. It... uh, I, I kept thinking every day this week, I'm like, tomorrow will be the day that I feel pretty good and uh, I can maybe try to exercise and that has not happened.
1: Yeah. We need Same I deal. Same, yeah, same deal. No, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, I'm, I know what you mean. I, I keep yeah. saying this is the day I'm going to exercise.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a story that uh, Eric sent us that I'm pretty interested in, but I only really kind of skimmed it. So maybe we do this on the Patreon this week, but uh if you want to do any uh uh reading accompanying what will be on the podcast in the next couple of uh, episodes. He was right. The ex-CEO of, of Nissan has a fucking insane story.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you read anything? No, I I know I know the deal, you know. I I remember where we left it and uh I if there haven't been any major developments, then I would assume he's just you just can't go back to Japan and that's where it ends. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't know, like, did you did you do this and tell me about the exact
0: extraction thing?
1: I certainly knew all the details contemporaneously. I think that we probably would have mentioned it on the podcast. He was smuggled away in like a trunk, right?
0: Yeah, well, in uh, <laughs> a trunk that was uh, for audio and video equipment.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, and those two guys are not doing well. Which two guys? The father and son. Uh, Gosun? No. The father and son team that he hired to extract him.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Things went bad for them?
0: Yeah, not well. So I'll be try to become more well-versed on that.
1: Yeah, I can look into it. I'm happy to. Yeah, you know, that's
0: probably a better idea.
1: We could both do it. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> knock you off anything that you were trying to do. I watched yeah. all that golf documentary. You seen all that golf documentary?
0: Jesus Christ, dude! You, I mean, you're definitely making the most of this.
1: What else am I supposed to do? I mean, you could go on like interviews. <laughs> you think they just just go down to the interview store? <laughs> I
0: don't you? Are you scoping the landscape?
1: Yeah, I, I, I. Uh, wake up every morning, spend about five minutes realizing that I've not, uh, done any, made any of the right choices in my life to give myself a skill set that would be attractive to any number of the openings that are out there. Uh, I, I don't know, dude. If I lived in, uh, Los Angeles or New York, there's podcast jobs falling out the ass. I could just keep doing what I was doing previously. But, uh, most of them want you to live in New York or Los Angeles. Um, I mean, there's, there's, are, there are others that exist. I got a couple irons in the fire. I, whatever, dude. I don't want to. <laughs> what am I doing? I, I just want to really, let you know I've seen the golf documentary. I figured I you watch it,
0: you work on a sports show. I basically just wanted to get you right up to the point where you said couple irons in the fire. Okay. And I knew that would be the point where you pulled the ripcord and I successfully did that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, I'm interested in the golf documentary, but I just, I don't know.
1: Yeah, we're talking about it Saturday. We're having we He's he on. He's the man. We let him pick the topic, and that's how I ended up watching all the golf documentary.
0: I did watch two episodes of Zombie. Can't remember if I've told you that or not yet. What's Zombie? The show that people say is not about zombies on HBO, The Last of Us.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm waiting for it. Is it done yet?
0: I think they got a few more.
1: Yeah, I'm not fucking with it then. I'll I mean, probably I know watch how episode it goes. three in I've, April. Yeah, you, seen you played our, the game. Yeah, I finished the game.
0: Well, I think they say that he's gay, and I saw a bunch of people mad about that.
1: See, uh, Matt and Shane said that in the game he's not gay, but then issued a correction saying in the game he's gay. And I got to be honest, I felt bad. I couldn't remember any of all that. I know like the broad strokes of the story, but... I don't recall a character where there was a question about whether they were gay or not gay, except for uh, Ellie. Of course. I, I've got a lot of questions about Ellie, how exactly that falls down. But not really. I don't have none that I want answered. I don't care. You know,
0: <sighs> you know, it's like this teenage girls,
1: be- they can do their own thing. I don't have anything to say about it. It's
0: yeah. I mean, you've you've been there. Uh, I don't. Uh, this has happened to me repeatedly, man. Where I decide I'm going to take the plunge and the, you know, possibly one hour a week I can do it uh, to get in on the zeitgeist. And I'm every time I'm like, this is okay. Every time. It's okay. I mean, I felt that way about the last Game of Thrones.
1: Man, see, yeah, like, I feel like people have been really hyping Last of Us. I, I was, that's what I'm saying. I was expecting this was going to be possibly the best thing ever put out. I mean, I don't know the thing. I That's why I got to, into it, and think, I'm like,
0: "Yeah, it's okay, it's fine."
1: I just don't think the TV is that good.
0: Thank you, fucking someone said it. Everyone acts like I'm so haughty when I'm like, "Dude, I just don't watch TV anymore." Yeah. It's there's just nothing that really seems that interesting to me anymore, and it hasn't for a long time. Game of Thrones, I would the last one, House of Dragon. I give it a six. That's the only TV show in the last two years. The only. Seasons of TV I've, con- uh, con- uh, con- I guess, con- that I finished uh, were that and Succession. And Succession's good. Succession's it's not great.
1: Succession's great. I th- I, lo- I think it's great. I like Succession a lot. I like Atlanta. I like Barry. It's about it. It's my list. That's my yeah. big three. I couldn't even finish Barry. No, I like Barry. But I don't, the whole, like, television's fucking pyramid scheme, dude. It's all like stringing you along like this is going to be good soon, I swear. See, here's the thing that says it's about to be good. Uh, it fucking blows. Any Anything like there, just, there should never be stuff that's like five, six seasons. Like, I don't know, dude. If, if, if you have to do it in like this television format, make it a limited series. I mean, even asking like six hours from me is a pretty big ask for one fucking story. Yeah, uh, but yeah it's just the bang for buck All the, the content is like so spaced out and like just a bunch of other shit in there and I, I spend a lot of my time bored uh, I don't know man movies documentaries limited documentary series even those obviously Evan is correct becoming too spaced out have been for a while but like whatever uh, yeah dude TV sucks
0: that's a good place for us to Oh yeah! Also, the baby just got here. That's hey Carter,
1: nice. how's he doing? Do you have an update? I said that's
0: my kid, unless somebody uh, another one year old or six month old just broke into my house. He wants all your money. <laughs> Maybe it'd be a funny video to make it seem like uh, he's my landlord.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And then post it on He'd my wildly drinking. successful <laughs> website. That's right. Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Cool. See you, man. Later. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so
1: until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.